Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. Uh, my name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica Delisle. Hi. Hi, Jessica. It's just the two of us tonight. Yeah. We've been um, catching up. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. And you mentioned that the only time we've done a just the two of us podcast was when we were trying to figure out the pilot for this. Yeah. And so together again, you've been away for seven weeks. I thought we were going to sing just the two of us together. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. You and I. And you know it's fun, <laughs> but you also. <laughs> Building castles in the sky. Something, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, Will Smith and his son. Oh, Willow? <laughs> no, that the music video for just the two of us is his son from a previous marriage that like is not a celebrity now. Nice. Yeah, I had the CD Willennium. I don't know if you're familiar. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to a song written by I believe the Bee Gees. Ooh, I'm listening. Fuck, but it was redone by a some popular indie singer, and I was like, I've never felt more white. So it's it's really good. <laughs> Well, uh, we're both white. We're so white. <laughs> we're two very white ladies. I was just saying that uh, we're drinking a bottle of wine right now that I bought in Davis, California when I played a show with a white reggae band made up of dads. Sounds good. It was such a weird experience. It was like, this is so problematic. Like they were singing in like Jamaican accents. No, no. Yeah. Like Sting? Yes. Oof. Yeah, like we need more Sting in this world. Uh, Is Sting in Dune? Yeah. Mm, I don't I need, remember that part. I need more of that. He wears like a little leather blue bikini. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. It's real attractive. Did I ever tell you about the um, fringed microsuede bikini I bought at the sex store? What? <laughs> so my mom asked me to take her to a sex store. She's like, she didn't say, Alicia, take me to a sex store. Dad, if you're listening to this, turn it off. <laughs> Mom, if you're listening to this, this is a good story. Um, <laughs> How old are you? 20? Oh, maybe? wow. That's... I've never really been to a sex store for any good reason. I've like, never more like been just to, to like, go there with boys store. I thought were cute to see if <laughs> what kind of porns I looked at or whatever. <laughs> to see if they got a boner when they looked yeah. at a flashlight. Mm, flashlights. <laughs> it's like one of those echo microphones for your penis. Um, I just found out that someone I know has a flashlight and it, uh, I'm, I'm not friends with that person anymore. <laughs> is that the reason? No, there's a lot of other, one of the reasons is he made my friend touch his flashlight. I'm speechless. Against I have her known will. A, a, a person who has one, but it was not, uh, it's not really that weird. It's like a, a man me. dildo. Exactly. But like making people you don't know very well touch your flashlight That's among many strange. other weird things. Dad, if you are still <laughs> listening to this, turn it off. Oh, this is a weird one. Um, yeah, I think my mom was just, you know, she grew up in a generation like right before... By the time, like, the summer of love happened, my mom was, you know, working full time and not in a summer of love position mm -hmm. in her... Wait! <laughs> no! <laughs> She's just like, hey, can we go into the store? There's this huge store in Montreal. It was, like, very well advertised and considered, like, not at all tacky. And we went in and we looked at everything and then there's this beautiful suede bikini 
thing. And she's like, that would look great on you. And I was like, it would. Um, <laughs> so it tiny. had, um, it was made out of like micro suede. So fake suede and it had tassels. And it was a string bikini with tassels everywhere. And I'm not going to lie. I had a really hot body. Um, and it did look really good, even though as soon as I got into the water, that suede just took on water like nobody's business. Oh, like a sponge. And this, it was so, it was very expensive, but it was so poorly made that the straps on the side kept just snapping off. Sounds like a porns. It was a porns. <laughs> I wasn't porns ready. Uh, wow. So yeah, I had a micro suede bikini. That's... Now I have like a more... Sturdy bathing suit. Now you have a real suede bikini. Yeah, it's made out of real suede. A suede one piece. It goes all the way up to your neck. You remember the squirrels on my balcony? <laughs> and down to... Oh. <laughs> you tried to save them. Now I don't want them. No. Mm-mm. Well, because they were moving in against and your And then they, we got... We thought we got rid of them. And the other night I heard them back in the walls. They're too smart for me. <sighs> well, it is getting cold out. So this is the first podcast we've recorded... In seven weeks. Yes. A lot has happened. In the world. Since we last saw each other. Mm. We now live in a hell dimension. Hell. Something happened where we split into an alternate timeline. We did. Yeah. And we can't get off of it. No. Well, something has to happen. What can happen, though? The only thing that can happen is that fraud is proven. There's just no way that man won that election. Oh, I was in America for like five weeks leading up to that. And yes, there's like for every single one Hillary bumper sticker we'd see, we'd see like 75 giant Trump Pence flags and banners and like every single truck in America basically was pro-Trump. Trump yeah, Trump. I mean, that's just a truck, though. Trucks can't vote. Trump's like a... The Russians dump, can't dump, make dump. trucks vote. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, that's awful. The whole time we were on tour, I was reading this one book because I was like, instead of reading five books, I'm just going to read one like 1,100-page book. Mm. It's called Q-Teen 84 by Haruki Murakami. Right. It's uh, pretty good. It's a, it's pretty dark though. It was not the book to be reading when this was all happening, but it's about sort of like an alternate timeline happening. And the whole time I was reading it, I was like, this is, this is real life. This is actually happening. An alternate timeline happened. And one of the ways that you know, and you're, you're in an alternate timeline in that book is that there's two moons in the sky instead of one. And at one point we were sitting in the car and Adrian, our former guest, Adrian LaBelle, wonderful woman, uh, bass player in my band, she looked up at the sky and she was like, is that two moons in the sky? And I had not told her about that book and she hadn't read it. And I was like, what the fuck is this actually? <laughs> and then I looked up and it did look like there was two, but it was just like a some sort of cloud thing that was making it look like that. But anyway, I truly believe that we are living in an alternate reality where everything's terrible and uh, we just have to do everything. Everybody go out and read QT84 and then you'll know what to do. So in the hellscape, yeah. how, do, how do you think it ends? How do we find happiness? Um, I've got a lot of fantasies, but uh, those... <laughs> They all involve a micro suede bikini. Mm. Uh, I'd do that for you. <laughs> but I'm so pale now. <laughs> I'd be way more tanned. I'm actually very tanned. I don't know if you can tell, but from I can tour, actually. I would put on sunscreen every day, but I'm still like, I guess, driving in a car every day through the south and southwest. You get a lot of sun. Also, weird stuff like 
Yeah, that was one thing that was very visible throughout driving. I mean, like the tour that we did, we played in artist run centers and people's houses and bars and stuff like, you know, very pro weird indie band places. So everyone's very liberal there. But all the little in-between trips we we would do, that's where we'd see all the Trump signs and everything. We actually saw a lot of, like, people protesting Trump and, like, great stuff happening in the cities. But if you look at a map of, like, who voted Hillary, it's like, oh, like, the cities. Those That's the route that we took. Yeah. Um, but the other thing... We've seen that in our own elections, too, before, where... Totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's all the rural areas that are rural. red. Um, roar, 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 roar. So funny. Um, <laughs> Still funny. But the other thing that was very pervasive throughout the trip is we'd be somewhere and we'd be like, wow, it's weather's really weird here. It's really hot. And everyone would be like, yeah, it's not normally like this. And we're like, yeah, that's everywhere. It's global warming or climate change or like we were in in the Maritimes in October and it was 20 degrees. So strange. Toronto had that as well up until very recently and they had their first snow this weekend, but last week or the week before was 17 degrees. Yeah. It was November. It was, yeah, it was 20, like Adrian and I were wearing our bathing suits and like just all the time laying out. (laughs) Yeah. Were they fringy? (laughs) Yeah. They're micro suede two piece. No, it was weird. And we'd be like drying our clothes when we could do laundry, like outside. It was very strange. Lots of swimming outdoors. There was this really nice thing posted on the CBC where a polar bear befriended a dog, and then a few days later he had to eat a dog. Uh, and I only I, saw the first part. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that, but I'd already sent my naturopath's clinic. I'm like, hey, thanks for doing that favor for me. Here's a cute video. And then by the time I looked at the video again, they're like, we're very sorry. <laughs> but Jesus. Um, <laughs> I was in the U.S. a few days after the election, and last week and the week before, because it's been two weeks now, I was in a state of shock. And one thing that was a good thing about that state of shock is that I could no longer feel anything. That's I was like, nice. oh, this isn't real, and or this is this hellscape, and we'll get back on the right track, and there will only be one moon, mm-hmm. microsade bikini stuff. <laughs> um, but it's really sinking in, and it's very frightening And I keep going back to this experience I had when I was a kid. Although, like, you know, I grew up with people that probably don't see the world the same way that I do. But when I was in grade six, actually grade seven, my teacher took us to the Holocaust Museum in Montreal. That's very young to I think it's got to happen. Yeah. Because, um... I read a lot of books and I definitely was really curious and I lucked out and just met a lot of really great people in my life, period. Every single day I meet somebody lovely. But I think understanding genocide and the rhetoric that's come up again is very it's, – it's so awful. And I grew up with like my friend Jennifer Keto's uh, grandparents were in an internment camp here. Her father was born in one. And to think of my Jewish friends and how they are suffering right now through this like uh, wave of hate wave of hate and then also just how people are talking over it and calling it like alt-right like let's be let's be honest yeah, here and fake news instead of propaganda and i couldn't like it's so crazy like when i was visiting my dad and i do refer to twitter a lot because it it, it is like a good news source it used to be every time i told my dad something that i read he's like where did you get that from 
And I'd say, give me a second. And then I'd find it because he's like, you can't get news from Twitter. I'm like, of course you can't. Uh, you certainly can't get news from weird Facebook groups. and But also, like, Twitter can sometimes be, like, if something's going down right then... You get it. You'll know because it's trending. Mm-hmm. And, you know, someone's reporting quickly. They're, you know, they're taking quick videos and pictures and, And I you feel know, like it was like that for a very long time and it's become sort of... Maybe since they started advertising and... I don't know. I don't understand how people don't understand how to do research. Mm-hmm. And... I saw, I saw a really good tweet... I am sorry that I don't know who to attribute it to, but it was really funny. It was like 20 years ago, like 1996, your parents were like, don't trust anyone on the internet. And then it's like 2016. I read on like freedomeagle.facebook.com <laughs> that Hillary invented AIDS. And it's like, remember that. don't you? Yeah. Like that's exactly what's happening is people are like, this must be the truth because I've been submerged in this scene of media that I'm just like, this is what I accept now. But I mean, it's everything. It's even like papers and stuff like yeah. It's all websites and clickbait and all this stuff, like all that bullshit about like, ooh, this this new alt-right guy is dressing so dapper. And it's like, no, don't normalize that. Yeah, set him on fire. Yeah. Being in America for the election was very strange. And then we had to be there for another week and a half. Uh, and that was, yeah, that was not some fun shows. <laughs> like everyone's sad. And we're like, we're sad, too. Here are some songs. And we we started out all our sets after the election uh, with our song World of Suffering because it felt very apt. Yeah. The thing that people immediately started doing was like, oh, you know, it's not going to be so bad. No, only people that aren't directly affected. White, yeah. wealthy people are saying, it's you know, it's not so bad. My mom was like, you know, we lived through Reagan and we all thought it was going to be in the world. And it was like, that was the end of the world for thousands of people who died of AIDS because the government did nothing like that was the end of their world (laughs) anyway there's always (laughs) also going to be this um story people tell themselves about being the good people and this is the against evil people or one group against another group to justify these just horrendous crimes against humanity and watching it happen in our time with all that we know and also all of the privilege that we have and knowing that we will survive more easily than other groups is heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And knowing how to just understanding what happened and knowing what to do is so unclear mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. My suggestion, and this was sort of my suggestion last year uh, in a different in a different vein, was Christmas is coming. Yeah. Tell your loved ones. You don't need any of that weird shit, uh, which we discuss each week on uh, Worst Present from a Family Member. But this year, you know, donate to Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood and charities that support anything other than rich old white dudes. (laughs) Yeah. Put your money where your mouth is. If you feel helpless, you know, even 20 bucks, 50 bucks can and help. another thing that like that's 100 percent the very best advice and also wake the fuck up <laughs> Get all woke. the shit that you drag around every day all the stuff that happened when you were a kid and all the things that hold you back in life all the self-work and self-help shit that we've 
gotten sucked into it means nothing in comparison to getting out there and volunteering and writing letters nothing you tweet and nothing you post on facebook will make a difference mm-hmm. if you believe in something find something small and build on that where you're actually meeting people and doing something mm-hmm. <laughs> okay this is the end of the the uh get woke <laughs> get woke section we've got big news on this podcast Huge news. Huge news. Well, it's actually really tiny right now, but it's just a little guy. It'll grow a little bit bigger. He'll be here every podcast starting soon. Alicia has a pop out, <laughs> and his name is Hank. Hank K. Chief. Ah! <laughs> uh, he's a poodle. What size of poodle? He's miniature. He's a little guy. So he'll be maybe 15 pounds, between 15 and 20 pounds. Okay. Uh, he's completely black. Which is perfect, because we will look the same. (laughs) You wear a lot of black clothes. And he has black hair, and I have black hair. And he's hypoallergenic. So I'm hoping that friends like Graham Clark won't suffer too much when they visit. That's very, very considerate of you. Which is great, I know. It's hair instead of fur, right? And also... I've read that it's kind of a misconception, like hypoallergenic doesn't really exist, but because they shed differently and they shed much less, mm-hmm. that people with allergies will have an easier time depending on the degree of their allergy. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. And I don't know if that's 100% true either. Well, you'll find out. Sure thing. Uh, on election night, bless whoever was in charge of programming for Animal Planet, they had a program on all all afternoon, all evening, going until 6 a.m. called Too Cute. And <laughs> if you're not familiar with this program, it's probably the lowest budget show out there. It just follows around three different uh, pairs of dogs and litters that they've had <laughs> as they go from, you know, just after they're born, before their eyes are even open, till when they get adopted to their homes. And we watched, we must have watched like five or six episodes of it. It's great. I mean, you can turn the narration off. It's garbage. And it's like, you know, inoffensive acoustic guitar music playing. Like, I don't know who decided that cute puppy videos had to have that shitty, like, hippie. The guy with a guitar decided. Yeah, but like, what? All YouTube videos have that. It's bullshit. Anyway, so we watched that. We decided the night that we, um, we we were in Phoenix the night of the election and um we got there really early and we're like it's fucking hot let's get a hotel we actually got a really cheap hotel really close to where we were staying it was like a nice hotel that was cheap it had a a pool it was like one of those suites where you've got like multiple rooms with doors you can close which was magical perfect for murder (laughs) perfect for oh no, none of that happened. Mm. <laughs> I, For the listener, if you couldn't hear that, I, I was making the okay sign and then pointing one finger like, yeah, yeah. we're number one, and then I made them have sex. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Make my finger hole great again. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't want to relate anything to do with Trump to do with sex because it's horrifying. Um, but it happens. It happens, and it happens, like, probably in Whether illegal ways, yeah. and it's awful. 
But anyway, so we watched the show and on commercial breaks, we would switch to the Weather Channel, which had a program on that was about like eight hours long called Escape the Election. <laughs> and it was just nature footage with pan flute over top. So there'd be like a beautiful elk walking through and some Zamfir. the forest. Yeah, total Zamfir vibes. And it was great. And then the weather updates were just like very small at the bottom. And it was, it helped. So whoever did the programming on the weather network and Animal Planet, thank you. Bless your heart. But then we had to go play a show in the middle of it. And it was so weird. It was very weird. And, but we were allowed to project your hatred. (laughs) Well, that we weren't really because Arizona is a red state. um, Mm. And so we didn't really know if it was our place to say anything there as Canadians, it's like, you know, what can we do? We're just here. We can comment on it and feel smug, uh, which I don't feel smug, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, there were some people who I think who were hanging outside of the bar who were like Republicans. So it was weird, but most of the people inside the bar were, you know, despairing, along with us as we watched the results. But then like a lot of people were like, yeah, I didn't vote. And it's like, what? Then you go home and you don't complain. You don't come out again. Yeah. You, (laughs) if you could have voted and you didn't like the sound guy didn't vote and he was like, Oh man, we just lost medical marijuana or like recreational marijuana. And it's like, that's your biggest worry. Really? Yeah. I think that's what happens though, is that you, (sighs) Wow. Well, I've never uh, not voted. Yeah, you got to vote. Yeah. You got to vote. If you listen to this podcast and you didn't vote, please stop listening. Podcast listeners definitely vote because they listen to the podcast in the voting lineup. That's like their whole thing. They're like, oh, I'm going to listen to this podcast. It's going to be great. Or they do advanced voting. I met a lot of podcast listeners on this tour and they're all lovely. Brad and Amber and David are all the ones that I remember uh, Brad, Brad and Amber, we stayed with in Raleigh, outside of Raleigh. They were lovely. They had a really cute papo named Rocco. Mm-hmm. Um, and then David, we stayed with in Tucson the night before the election and he voted in advance. So he's pretty cool. He sounds really cool. Uh, yeah, he's really cool. He plays oboe in the Tucson, uh, symphony orchestra. That's very cool. So yeah, pretty cool. And at that point, we were like, everything's going to be fine. We've met such lovely people. But there's a whole lot of people out there who are not so lovely. I also think, though, if I understood more about America, I would understand how this happened. And uh, it's time for a big uh, Alicia Tobin wake-up call. Well, I think we, as people who live in on the West Coast, also that was the other thing, like the day after the election, we got in our car and we drove to Palm Springs. And then we had four shows in California. Uh, two shows in Oregon, two shows in Washington, and then we were home. So it was like the yellow brick road that was the blue brick road because it was just like a paved, like liberal, nice place. So we could kind of escape any sort of horribleness. Although as we were driving out of Phoenix, there was like a big truck stop and the flag that had a big American flag at half mast. And I was like, oh, I like this. <laughs> this whoever, they're woke as hell over there. Yeah, it's really scary because uh, garbage and so on and so forth. And anyways, it's just I I think like because we live in this bubble, we don't realize how sexist people are out there. Like a lot of people voted against a woman just because she was a woman. And then I think the part that I don't understand, that's the part I understand. 
part that I don't understand is why she wasn't a good candidate. I mean, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, whole nother podcast. That we don't, that we, this is not Me our not podcast. qualified. <laughs> don't know. Me no get an agenda. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> what am I doing? I'm quoting The Office? Like, who am I? Anyway, um, it's a weird world we live in. We, well, the hellscape. It's a hell. It's a hell dimension. But yeah, on election night, we just projected funny cat and dog videos behind us the whole time. So we'd be like crying and then looking and be like, oh, look, the cat is on the dog's head. Like, so beautiful. And then <laughs> as we were driving out of Phoenix, we were like, I think we just need to listen to all of Tom Petty right now. So we just listened to Tom Petty's greatest hits. For some reason, every single song seemed relevant to the situation. So we were all just great artists crying silently, being like, he knows about America so much. Yeah. Anyway, enough of that hellscape recap. Yeah. Do you have a retail nightmare? I do. It happened while I was on tour. Awesome. Um, we were in New York for three days, and uh, I stayed with one of my oldest friends. And uh, <laughs> on the first night we stayed with him, he, uh, he he tried to smoke weed out of a plastic water bottle, like he had fashioned himself a bong. And we were like, I was like, I don't think I will partake because that smells like melting plastic. <laughs> and then so on the last night we were there, I decided I was going to buy him a bong. And uh-huh. I had had several margaritas because on our day. So refreshing. Ugh. Was it still hot there? Not in New York. It was, Well, it was kind of like muggy, like clammy. This was like mid-October. It was one of those days where it's like it's kind of misty raining, but then you want to take your jacket off at the same time. So it was confusing. Uh, but we decided we became margarita inspectors on that tour. So we would go from bar to bar, like seeing which margarita was better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the scale is out of 500 salted rims. <laughs> <laughs> so most places get like 498 because all margaritas are delicious. <laughs> uh, but so I had had several margaritas and then we... We got on the subway and we uh, got off in Harlem and we were just walking. I had completely forgotten that I wanted to buy a bong. And then we were walking pa- past a convenience store, one of those ones that has like pipes and bongs in the window. And a bodega cat? Uh, no, not at this place because Shit. there was too many people in it. It was so just crowded with families and there was a family running the place and it was just like yelling and talking. And I just I saw a bong in the window and I was like, my friend would love this. So it was a little one and it was pink and it had hearts all over it. Oh. It was like hot pink <laughs> with little white hearts. And I was like, this is the perfect one. It's not too expensive. I've never purchased a bong before. So I was like, oh, now's the time. So I asked them to unlock the the display and I selected that one. We went up to the counter and then I proceeded to try to purchase it. And there was so much chaos going on around that I kept, you know, swiping my card. And they were like, it's not working. It's not working. And I swiped it, you know, a dozen times. And I kept putting in my pin. And they were like, it's not working for some reason. Oh, and no. they were just like, sometimes Canadian cards don't yeah. work in America. But mine, I have one of those cards that works everywhere, thankfully. And so they were like, just tell us your pin number. No. Which I was like, mm, pretty sure you're not ever allowed to do that. But I had had a few margaritas, so I was like, yeah, sure. It's uh, this, 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 this. And made a mental note to, as soon as I got to my friend's apartment, phone my credit card company and change the pin. 
So I told them and they're like, great, it went through, which I'm like, that's not a thing that you have to enter it in. I can't do it. So, but then as they were wrapping up my bong, my gift bong, (laughs) gift bong, they just dropped it and it shattered. And I was like, did you just break it? And they're like, yeah, 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 it's fine. And they're like, we got another one. And they grabbed another one, but it didn't have hearts on it. It was just pink, but no hearts. And I was like, that's not, it's not what I bought but I was too worried about trying to get to where I was going. But then I got sidetracked by this lovely man who was just sweeping the streets, who wanted to like warn me about how awful America was becoming. <laughs> it was like this beautiful old man. And so we were talking and then he was like, will you buy me a beer? <laughs> and I was like, okay, <laughs> fine. And then, so we went to the liquor store together and I was like, I'm going to buy this guy a beer. And then he was like, buy me a Mickey. And I was like, okay (laughs) the mickey is like four dollars so i was like that's fine and then i couldn't use my card because you have to use like 25 dollars like do a transaction that's 25 dollars. so i was like i was like how much is this mickey and the woman's like mommy it's like 420 and i was like jesus (laughs) christ uh anyway yeah that was that was it was just a whirlwind of of purchasing for me (laughs) And I've never had a person in a store break what I was trying to buy and then be like, it's fine. I'm going to give you something else and you can't complain. And I was like, I guess I can't. So then I phoned, I went to my friend's apartment, this beautiful apartment in Manhattan, gave him his bong and called my visa and canceled it. And there was no fraud on it. So it was nice. Yeah. Sometimes it's, well, it's terrible that they broke your bong. It wasn't mine. Well, technically, you paid for yeah, it. I paid good money for that bong. Yeah. It also didn't have a filter in Like, it didn't have a little grate in it. And it's like... I feel like you have to make sure that everything is just so in New York. Yeah. It was a very weird transaction for me. And I kept the receipt for a really long time because I was like, oh, I feel like I'm going to have to... Do something. I feel like maybe the charge on, on my statement is going to be a little bit different. But it turned out to be fine. And you know what? It was a little bit of a dream. <laughs> it was a, a nightmare <laughs> that turned out all right in the end. So that's mine. How? What about you? <laughs> I have so many, but these are just the ones that happened last night. What? <laughs> what were you doing last night? Well, on Monday nights, if everything works out, I help Graham Clark sell tickets at the Laugh Gallery. And I walk there and I listen to music, some Vince Staples, <laughs> just to get uh, some anger out. I don't know. Never know. Uh, stuff <laughs> but I usually try to get a few groceries at, at a certain grocery store that I've complained about um, numerous times this is their uh, commercial drive location the worst location yes they don't even have fresh food there well good point <laughs> because today I went to make myself some sandwiches uh, I try not to eat a lot of bread so I make sandwiches with lettuce leaves which I pay a premium for because I like them pre-washed Uh and stuff for like seven dollars for a box do you ever get the like living butter lettuce so nice it's like such a treat such a treat (laughs) this is kind of an equivalent it's like the pre-washed romaine hearts that are all separated those are just quick i like i like the like little baby leaves yeah so i go to open up the box and i notice it's all rotten fuck expiry date is the 21st of november which was yesterday yesterday when i bought them and this is the same store where I've eaten something. And, you know, it's on me for not checking. But one would think when you're shopping in a store, it's the most expensive store in the city. It's more expensive than Whole Foods. 
that it would be fresh. And considering that the store is so quiet, maybe people would check expiration dates <laughs> uh, while doing nothing. Um, it is quiet in that location. It's weird. They don't have music. They don't have music and they don't have customers. Um, so <laughs> Maybe it's I, a front. Yeah. Maybe it's for a other front stores for, from that brand. For a dreadlock emporium. <laughs> mm, yeah, it's like uh, virgin dreadlock hair from somewhere virgin yeah like it's uh never been colored before like a merkin yeah it's like virgin merkin <laughs> all merkins are virgin all merkin all the time all merkin 24 7 100 percent merkin <laughs> yeah uh the fun thing is uh, i'm so sorry to sidetrack you but you're taking a sip of mm-hmm. this weird rosé i love it from davis i bought it because it had so many flowers on the bottle anyway yeah. 7.99 whoa yeah well but alcohol in the states it's uh, so much cheaper i know so much <laughs> <I> better <know. laughs> but that's american so that cost me like mm, i don't know 35 dollars like 11 or 12 dollars i had to buy about a baby present when i was there oh gosh i hope you guys aren't listening um <laughs> and i was like oh it's really good price and then I looked at my bank account statement afterwards. I'm like, no, actually, that yeah. was a very expensive baby blanket. That was my whole tour. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It ranged from one one point three four to like one point three nine. Yeah, it was, was one point three nine when I was there. Yeah, it got way bad near the end of our trip, and it was like, that's lovely. Right when we're running out of money. Uh, but anyway, what was I saying? What are we talking about? You interrupted me and then we laughed about It stuff. was going to be good. Wow. So I got uh, my lettuce out and then I wrote, I finally wrote them. This is like the fourth time or fifth time something's happened. And uh, I wrote a letter and then before I had a chance to say, thank you for your time, I pressed send. And I was like, shit, I'm going to look so shitty. And the worst part is, is that um, the company I work for supplies them with products. So I always wonder, like, do they know who I am? Mm-hmm. I really 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 don't like that i sent that letter i love how many letters you send i try to send letters for a good reason it makes me so happy though like nice things no i know but complaining sucks but i don't i wasted so much money at the store oh me too me too at a different location i've bought so many things that were just once i got them into a different light covered in mold (laughs) and i was like cool this was supposed to be fresh yeah uh which you know it's hard it's hard having a grocery store when you don't want to pay enough people to work there so you're understaffed and there's so many things to check to see is this covered in bugs (laughs) it's rough i remembered the thing i was gonna say i I was gonna we were talking about merkins yeah and i said the funny thing merkin moment (laughs) This has been Merkin moment. The funny thing is, Americans who are really proud to be Americans, who I'm going to say voted for Trump, when they say, I'm an American, say, I'm a Merkin. <laughs> <laughs> and it just sounds like Merkin. And there's a great drawing in there. Yeah. yeah. I'm a Merkin. Sure are. <laughs> I'm very happy not to be. Uh, anyway, I want to just point out again, Alicia's already made this very visible on the internet but both of us are not legally married uh, <laughs> we have a strict approval i process. made it very obvious to john ham <laughs> and i am looking <laughs> do you not feel like some sort of obligation to open up yeah 
you know what? When I got home, I was counting through some money that we had made on tour uh, for for shows and merch. And I smelt that, that sweet, sweet maple syrup Canadian money smell, which the Canadian mint still refuses. Denies, but it's there. When I smelt it, I was like, it's so good to be home. Well, Canada has more safety nets. Like the kind of damage that our conservative party did in almost 10 years won't compare to the potential mm-hmm. that this government will have. Yeah. But I do have one more retail nightmare. Oh, I'm excited. So I have been eating emotionally uh, the past two weeks, especially. You're not um, alone. Yeah, I'm sure you're, there's lots of us out there. Jessica also, and Jay helped me when I got here with some cookies and we're crackers We're drinking and emotionally. <laughs> drinking emotionally. I'm really enjoying it. My hangovers aren't that bad uh, for the first time in a long time. But last night, midway through <laughs> selling Cheers. tickets for the Laugh Gallery, I really wanted something sweet. And there's this place on Commercial Drive that has... Uh, Granted me many uh, many meals over the years. It's a favorite of Charlie Demers as well. It's called Sweet Cherubim. It's a really weird little hippie place. And there's a bar there that I love called the Halva Bar. And Halva is like a sesame paste uh, made with honey or like a glucose syrup or something. And then they just cover it with fresh, like fresh chocolate and cashews. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. And I'm not allowed to eat it <laughs> because it's so sweet. So full of sugar. It's so full of sugar, but I don't give a shit anymore. Cause we're all <laughs> going to hell in a fucking handbasket. So give me that fucking halva bar like right now, except I get in the restaurant's empty i'm so pleased because they move slowly they're like very like thoughtful staff and there's they're on their own clock there it's like they're walking through halva yeah it's like they're walking through <laughs> glucose syrup sesame paste delicious um, mm-hmm. i lick their american and then in between licking american i'm like what's going on here because there's a couple in their 60s trying to figure out how to order which is not easy there like I've been going there for over 10 years. I figured it out. And nine times out of 10, I'm disappointed with what I order because it's taken me so long and I'm so hungry and it's so slow. So I'm waiting and waiting. I'm, I can't tell if they're even ordering um, <laughs> and neither can the person serving them. So eventually she's like, are you ready? And I'm like, yes, I want. I've got a, a cookie for the bartender who's super sweet, a cookie for the manager of the restaurant and a halva bar for myself. Boom. And this offends the man who had just said, samosas. (laughs) I love samosas. That's not an order, though. (laughs) How much are your samosas? And then the young woman said they are $4, which I do agree is pretty high for a samosa. Could be a really good samosa, though. I've had it. It's not that great. Okay. From like All India Sweets or any of those places, boom. Fair enough. Yeah, great samosa, half the price. So she takes my order, and then I realized that this man had had enjoyed having an audience while he was ordering Doesn't and had wanted this woman's attention while he said, spring rolls. Maybe we should order some spring rolls. Do you know that David Cross bit about, no. about being behind people who don't know how to order? No. I'm, I named my blog after it. He's like, have you ever been behind those people? I'm, I'm going to butcher this because I haven't listened to shut up you fucking baby in so long uh but it's great uh and he's talking about like ooh, what's that like pan seared pea snaps what should, what do you that sounds what like this was this man yeah it's it's a what certain it, age of person. in the hellscape yeah that the, that joke came to life yeah it's real it's really real 
Anyway, I named my shitty food blog Pansered Pea Snaps after that David Cross joke because it's so real. Like those people who are just like make you wait and be like, ooh, what's that? Chevra? Ooh. <laughs> Hate ooh. it. When English people call goat cheese chev. Chevra. Just call Chevre. it goat's cheese, motherfuckers. Yeah. But you know how I feel about charcuterie boards. Charcuterie? I hear it all the I've time. I've never heard that pronounced that way. Constantly. Anyway, so I get my cookies and everyone's so pleased because I'm so quick at ordering junk food. Um, and then I guess the couple have a little bit of a meltdown because he says, we're leaving. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Because of you? Maybe. Because you are knew waiting what you wanted? Patiently until the Jeez. woman was like, are you shitting me? I'm going to take this woman's order. She clearly knows what she wants from the whatever area. Cookie. And um, <laughs> he's like, yes, we're leaving. She's like, but darling, you're, you're starving. You're absolutely starving. And he's like, no, we're leaving. And she's like, but these chickpeas are calling to me. What? And he still left. Can you imagine being in love with a poet like that? <laughs> These chickpeas are calling to me. We, and still leaving her. I think I have to, low blood sugar. I think I have to steal that character and use it for my new sketch she comedy was gorgeous duo. too. She was wearing this like I don't even know, Captain. <laughs> oh, if it's a rich white person. She was a rich white person. That's all they wear is just formless like Beautiful. fabrics draping off Spence. their corpse. Fuck off, right? It's so weird. And it's all, it's all like taupe. She, it was, I'll have you know, not taupe, but like blacks and burgundies and whites. Same as taupe. I know. When you blend it all together. <laughs> blend them together, you get a taupe. taupe. Exactly. So that happened. And then I, I stress ate my snacks and I was pretty happy until I felt sick. You didn't do anything wrong in that situation. Those people... Yeah, garbage like, humans. At that particular location in the city, you're not going to get A, the meal that you thought you were getting, B, the service you would normally get, and C, anything short of just a delightful experience because there's a Bikram's hot yoga studio beside it, and that in and of itself is just a gift. I really, <laughs> I really want you and Graham specifically to know that that is the reason why I don't go to that show. <laughs> Why? Because I cannot stand that street and the Commercial people drive? on it. I, yeah, I've started walking home from the show and I figured out ways to get home without talking to anybody, That's but good. it's like being, was it Qbert, the video game from the 80s? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm Qbert. <laughs> I'm like jumping around. Uh, if my earphones are in, even worse, people will stop me and talk to me. That's the worst fucking thing in the world. That's that's a clear symbol that I do not want to have a conversation. Earbuds in. Hood up, earbuds in. Yeah. Like resting bis bitch face. Bis bis bisque face. Resting you're bisque face. You're drinking a bisque a through a straw. Bisque? <laughs> lobster bisque is one of my favorite things in the world. Okay, well, Christmas you know is what? coming. I like to trick lobsters into falling asleep <laughs> and then making a soup out of them when they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's take a break. Okay. In the break that we just took, I realized that both Alicia and I are wearing turtlenecks. Oh, turtleneck. Turtle, Alicia's, turtle, turtleneck. Alicia's is a real one. Mine's like a faux. Yeah, yours is a 
Like a, a mock turtle? No, I think it's like a cowl. Oh, a cowl. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's so obvious that it's winter time now. It really is. It's rain every day forever and cry. This is winter of hellscape. Yeah, cry into a pillow and eat a lot of chocolate cookie. Fingers. Fingers. Get fingered as... Aw, fingerless. <laughs> Uh, and roll in Finger Blast Academy. Mm. That okay? Welcome to Finger Blast Academy. Yeah, it's like uh, Trump University, <laughs> but like practical. But those are the real legit finger blast. Finger, finger, finger blast. <laughs> Jay replaced that with air horns. Anyway, this podcast has been brought to you by. Uh, finger blast finger condoms finger 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 condoms wah, wah. Wah, wah. <laughs> okay uh it's time jesus christ that was like the most low energy anyway okay all right fine no. it's time for Pabo of the week what Preface to Pablo of the Week. Are you ready to like clean up the most dog piss and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've had a lot of great advice from my friend Jade Lake and my friend Warren Hanley um, about raising puppies. Jade has a miniature poodle. They Perfect. are, and then my friend Warren has a, a res dog, like a total just from somewhere in the north. It's like a mutt. Mutt, and her name is Mrs. Peanut Butter. That's the best. Named after Paul Mr. Tompkins. Peanut Butter. Yeah. Former guest. Uh huh. Former guest. Forever Papa. Oh, most handsome, smart man in world. Best pants. Best pants. <laughs> Some college. <laughs> Very funny, nice person. Good hair. Great hair. <laughs> Sensitive. Why can't you be here to comfort us right now? I feel like we should marry Paul and his wife. <laughs> They're already married. But then they can marry us platonically. Okay. Paul, give us some recommendations for husbands. You must know some who want to escape. We'll pose for photos. And if you and your wife want some sort of platonic marriage <laughs> to get you the fuck out of there, on board. Um, so yeah, I'm ready to clean up a lot of, a lot of pee and poo. And also, I'm listening to a book on tape sort thing, audible.com thing about raising puppies. And hey, they don't advertise on our podcast. Yeah, why don't we? Anyways, my puzzle (laughs) of the week is my friend Eric, also known as Kid Koala. He was in town doing a DJ set at the Cobalt of all places. But he was doing it with some sort of guy who made a lot of money by painting the walls of Facebook. And then selling his stocks and then starting a punk band. I'm so confused. (laughs) Me too, but their tour bus was amazing. Wait, painting the walls like... He's some sort of an artist. Literal walls? Yeah. And then they said, do you want us to pay you to paint the walls or do you want stocks and Facebook? And he said, oh, yes, I'll take the stock. And then he sold it and then he's like living the dream. Jesus Christ. And he's a really talented artist. And he's like, Eric, do you want to open the shows? And it was so great because usually... Wait, was it, it Banksy? No, but <laughs> he was like Banksy, cool Banksy. It's like Jimmy Banksy. Fuck, I should look this up. But <laughs> it was really nice to see my friend Eric. He's a total puppo. Um, 
I met him when I lived in Montreal twice. I met him in the 90s when I lived in Montreal. And when I moved back, we became friends. And we Eric loves to cook great food. And he's got this great wife who's like just tremendously talented woman and great kids. One of his children's name is Maple. And I think that's wonderful. And we met up <laughs> and he was tired. And he had to go to UPS because he found all these cool recording things. And we sent them back to Montreal and then we went for crappy sushi and then delicious gelato and like amazing oysters. And we had great talks about the creative process and pushing yourself and not having expectations as a creative person. And I really needed to see him. Push it. Push it good. <laughs> so uh, Eric Sun is my puppet of the week. Uh, Kid Koala, you guys should follow him and buy his music and see his live shows because he is just a really tremendous human being that works so hard for what he has and uh, it pays off. How about you? My papa was nowhere near as <laughs> like awe inspiring. I have a friend named Patrick who <laughs> not <lives>. good enough. <laughs> is his he's aka not a kid koala. <laughs> No, my friend Patrick, a.k.a. So Bad, he does performance art based out of Seattle. He's formerly from Phoenix and Flagstaff. We stayed with him. He does this amazing performance art, mostly to do with like chugging energy beverages. I showed Alicia some videos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this guy's great. He's, Baby tea. <laughs> he's pretty great. Uh, he adopts a totally different persona when he's on stage. Uh, but anyway, we stayed with him. He's my papo. And then also we stayed in his house in Seattle and, uh, he has two amazing cats. I mean, I don't think they're his. I think they just belong to the house. Did he steal them? No, there, he lives with like four different people. And usually when that is the case, the like house. Sybil? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wish. No, uh. It's a beautiful house, though. Usually when there's five roommates, it's like a sty, but it's an actual beautiful house with, like, cool art and, like, art installations and cool furniture, and it's not gross, and it's clean, and in the morning, one of the roommates cooked breakfast, and it smelled so good. His name was Hans. Oh. Yeah. And I, uh, I took a shower in one of the bathrooms, and I just turned on the radio, and, like, the first thing I heard was R. Kelly remixed to Ignition and it was like wow. this is a perfect house so anyway the two cats who live there are named Sasha and uh, Gertie and they're sisters beautiful names one is a tuxedo cat and the other is a stripy brownie black gray combo and they are magical Sasha is huge we took a photo comparing the size of our giant sleeping bag to her. And it's one of those sleeping bags that's from like 15 years ago before they had those compression sacks that you would like pull all the straps to make your sleeping bag tiny and like take all the air out of it. It's like in a giant roll. <laughs> and she's she's the tuxedo cat. And then uh, Gertie is... She's just such a bitch and I love her. She's just like, she looks at you and she's like, as if I would let you pet me. And then the two of them were just grooming each other nonstop, licking each other. And we were like losing our minds, taking photos and videos and uh, taking photos and videos, photos and videos. <laughs> They're going to be stars on the internet. Jay posted a video of them licking each other. 
<laughs> These are cats, not humans, on Instagram, and it's really good. And then I immediately after tried to take a video of them, and they acted really, like, shy. Like, what? We weren't just, like, licking each other's faces. Like, what are you That's trying so to sweet. get in on? And then they immediately started doing it again. And I was like, you can't stop. Can't <laughs> stop, won't stop. Uh, so, yeah, those are just basically, like, the most recent puppos of memory. I mean, I've had... Tour has been like a, a plethora of puppos. It's ridiculous. There's so many that I'm sort of like, I can't leave the house for the next three months because I have so many that I need to report on. And they're all so great. Like human, feline, canine, lizard, oh. reptilian. Yeah. So this is going to come out on November 20. It's going to come out November 28th. What do you so got going soon. on? On December 9th, I have Come Draw With Me at Hot Out Wet City. Please come and see. We will have Graham Clark as a special guest. So Ooh. it's going to be a really nice show. I'm there. Last show of the year. And it will be the one of the last shows at the gallery. Um, there will be three more shows after that before the gallery closes. So this is the end of An Come era. Draw With Me. And uh, I don't feel good about saying that. And at the same time, like, I, I only hope it means really great things for uh, Chris Benson, it's Puppo of my heart. Uh, and also, I think really great things for me in terms of live performing and where I'm going to go with that. Uh, how about you, Jess? Uh, well, we will have already played our last two shows of the year. Wow. So you I have know. a break through November. At the end of November, you're done. December, free. The you best. can help me raise my puppy. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. December 16th, Jessica and I drive out and pick up my puppy. From Delta. It's so weird. Alicia messaged me while I was on tour, and she was like, hey, what are you doing December 16th? And I was like, whatever you want me to be doing, <laughs> if it involves a dog. Uh, or otherwise. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> drive out to Delta, no questions <laughs> Uh, I'm so excited. I drove my friend Robin to go pick up her puppy wow. years ago in Sacramento. And I'm like, now I'm just the person who's the go-to person to get your puppy. And I'm super into it. Uh, yeah. All I have to plug is our merch, which you can buy from jhonor.bandcamp.com. We got some records. I think there's shirts with Jay's face on it. They're so soft. Alicia has one. Uh, so does my friend Graham. And I uh, wear it. And I also sleep in it when it, I've worn it. And that's kind of dirty and oh soft. Oh, my God. You're sleeping with Jay. <laughs> no, not like that one. I I'd love it. Do that. I love it. Uh, yeah, but really, your money should be going towards donating to charity. At this point, we, we're fine. We're doing fine over here. I hope you're all doing fine. Let us know if you're not. Oh, oh we have a puppo of the week that wrote in. We have a really lovely human who I want to shout out. Paul, who is a nurse in Arlington, Virginia. I know where Arlington is. You said where it was, but I know where it is because I just drove right past it when I left D.C. You should have come to our D.C. show so we could have hugged. But yeah. No, uh, he wrote about how rough it is in America right now, like being uh, being a person who is not into fascism. So, yeah, I'm so sorry that you live there. 
do you want to get married? We're <laughs> like, pick your favorite. <laughs> and suede bikini. <laughs> Micro suede. Micro suede bikini. <laughs> Uh, no, it's so nice to hear that people are getting some sort of escape from our podcast that makes us happy because we do not make any money from this. <laughs> We're not on any sort of network and we don't have any sort of advertisers. So just people writing to us telling us that we are helping them to escape the hell dimension that America now lives in. Is very nice, and I'm so sorry. And uh, let's be pen pals. Yeah, thank you for that email. It sort of showed up in a moment of complete despair, mm-hmm. and was a little uh, life raft to a uh, goodness to a cloud of rainbows. <laughs> so, if anyone wants to email us, our email is uh, retail nightmares podcast at gmail.com that's right yeah that's what it is it's been seven weeks bear with (laughs) us uh if you want to give us uh, an a plus (laughs) go to what's it called itunes yeah you want to rate us on itunes podcast world (laughs) podcast bird curts bird cursed uh if you want to send us your own retail nightmare to our gmail address that'd be great just make sure it's funny and lighthearted. it has a punchline of some sort and it's not four pages long make sure it doesn't end in and then i cleaned up the blood ah yes <laughs> and if you want to complain to us about people being mean uh give it a miss don't give a shit um <laughs> we do i do I do, but, like, don't, like, rake people over the coals or, like, be negative or, like, make yourself the hero of that story. Yeah. If you shit. if you are the retail nightmare and you'll pretend that you're not, we'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. Because we've lived through that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Puppo photos now is the best time to send that shit. No, and always. Uh, also, check us out on the Facebook. Yeah, join our Facebook group. We're almost at 600 people. Oh. That seems like a lot. That sounds sexy. Yeah, 600. 600. Um, I'm going to update all the previous Pup of the Week photos wait. that I uh, forgot to put on my phone before we went away. Uh, I love you all. I love you, Alicia. Um, we're going to get through this. Yeah. Uh, or... Or die trying. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>